0: what's up everybody it's your boys here with another episode of pocket cast this week bringing you another highlight special around the ds platform i'm ed moran you can reach me now at unicorn on twitter unicorn being the handle that makes a great gamer tag but a dog shit twitter handle so that's unic horn with a zero don't at me just look it up joined with me today i have fletcher hi how are we doing
1: i i can now be found on twitter as well at GappedToothMF. mf so that one's as easy as it sounds uh, mine's not that
0: bad it's you know it's pretty bad it's pretty great though at the same time so for anyone who might not have caught our first installment of pocket cast this is a wonderful pocket-sized podcast about video games but not just any video games. It's specifically about the DS library, because the DS is one of the most underutilized systems in modern gaming. And Fletcher had the wonderful idea of suckering me into a podcast where we're going to explore, possibly, every US release title for the DS. We are. We are going to. So this is going to run for the next... I did some really arbitrary head math on the count of what that would look like and it's like 30 years of pocket cast man it's so strap in 60 we'll be in our 60s perfect dude i have to imagine podcasts in the future are going to be awesome i hope we'll be able to keep up i don't i
1: don't know we'll be old men it will be a it'll be a new guy's game by then
0: dude we've got fish oil and shit now we'll be fine yeah it'll be fine just remember to use your moisturizers and creams and whatnot and brush your teeth i don't don't know we'll be we'll be all right we delved into a specific title over the last two weeks the title picked at the end of last week's episode was sola to robo red the hunter it's a jrpg that takes you into some really fantastical places with unique characters to meet it's it's a furry anime and video game format released for the nintendo ds
1: it's a beautiful furry universe.
0: It's man, it's it's something. It's it's quite unique. There's not a whole lot of of content mechanically <laughs> that the game provides. Um it's it's beautiful. You you have breathtaking vistas and and beautiful audio to accompany you on your delicate travels through this glorious world as long as you can slog through the sound of your mech unit just clunking through every step of the way, which is I know you were a huge fan of.
1: Sola to Robo, the name meaning robot to the sky. Yeah,
0: something to that effect. Yeah, robot, robo to sky. Robot
1: to the clouds. Yeah, I believe it's robot to the sky.
0: It's marginally fitting, I suppose, from what I know of of the uh, universe, sort of.
1: I would say... Kind of because they're all in the air, all like they're always in aircrafts, like the, you know, the the ships. The, what do you call those? Because there's not planes really. No, I like don't know. steampunk, like boat. Airships. Airships this is definitely what I would call that. Airships. Yeah. I didn't. I was expecting the robot mech to fly a lot more. Yeah. Especially since it kind of introduced these mechanics more and more. But there's that one island where you do a lot of hopping around
0: yeah that's very true either either way robo to sky sola to robo the red hunter it's
1: it, how would you describe <sighs> this really this like if someone asked you what kind of game is 10, that? Ten
0: thousand foot view it's a beautifully artistic japanese arch rpg following a hunter named red who is essentially a bounty hunter who gets wrapped up in some seemingly civil affair uh, at which he has resistance to joining and getting involved. Uh, but he ends up helping people out. It becomes this much larger thing. And, you know, he starts growing a conscience, blah, 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 doing the right thing. It's, it's fairly typical stuff as far as plot goes. Um, Except for the fact that they're all furries. Okay, yeah, I did, I did kind of completely gloss over that one. Yeah, the entire thing, it's a furry fest. Did you forget throughout the game that it was a furry game? No, it was in your face 100% of the time. But it wasn't <laughs> it was only because of all of the various canine cat people. I I don't know. There's there's words for all of the different categories or classifications of animal people humanoid things. I'm not
1: So I do believe there's a uh, the, the the sister. Uh, I don't know if you picked up on that that chocolate is like Red Stepsister? Yeah,
0: Stepsister. Yep, yep, yep.
1: Yeah. Um, So she's... uh, Maybe I misread the interview, but she's actually supposed to be a dog, but mid-con, like mid-creation, they changed her to a a dog. I mean, she was a cat, and they changed her to a dog.
0: You know, I I feel like I remember reading something about that, yeah. But
1: she looks like a cat. (laughs) That is is a cat. There's no dog-like features about her at all. I don't see how she got changed... So maybe there's just a mistranslation in that interview.
0: Yeah, that could very the well. The goal
1: yeah. was actually to somewhat be able to tell a story and get people to not focus on the furry thing. Like even their the the publisher was like <laughs> like not nah, like they're 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 getting into the game, but they're like I'm just not buying this furry thing. Like this is weird. <laughs> It's a really funny part in the interview about, you
0: know... It seems semi-mismatched, because it does paint a rather beautiful picture, and it almost seems separate of the fact that all of the characters are in fact furries. And and that I never got really a sexual tone from it, but <laughs> it, it was still very much there all of the time. It, it, just, it seemed such a weird combination. It felt
1: like it was just always right back there. And maybe that's just me misreading the facial expressions of
0: red and um l oh absolutely it's i mean at the end of the day it's 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 an anime video game right
1: speaking of anime are you familiar with madhouse at all
0: the like the publishing studio
1: publish house yeah something like that yeah
0: i it does sound familiar i don't know that i could tell you anything that they've ever done
1: they did the intro to the uh game
0: oh like the title intro yeah that was that that was sick as fuck.
1: Yeah, and the uh the titles to a lot of their other projects, like the animes and movies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I believe that very very cool sounding shows. I would like to check some of them out.
0: Yeah, that does sound worth looking into. Anyone out there that is either familiar or has never heard of Solatu Robo, the Red Hunter, or Red the Hunter? Red the Hunter. That's the one. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting mixed up. Any anywho, you should hit up YouTube and, and look up some of the, the clips and soundtrack and, and, and what have you from this game. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's very well done. It's stylized heavily. It's it's a major selling point for the title for the, sure.
1: The the like quick little cutscenes that happen at the be in the beginning there's a lot of mm-hmm. there's a lot of cutscenes. Yeah. And the way that though like they could that they transition their their characters and the background just instantly just makes you pay attention more yeah you, you know it's so much attention to the art and the music than yeah. i feel like it is to anything else and it's great that pulling your eyes into that and immediate would you yeah. call it an isometric game or a fixed camera
0: you know it jumps back and forth i, I like the there's a heavy mixture of 2d and 3d elements throughout and sometimes, I mean, it's as drastic a change as between. Oh, I can't—I can't think of the technical term, but you know, when you, when you have when you're in a given zone and you go to the edge of the screen and it loads the next section, whatever it's subzone—I don't know, whatever. Somebody mm-hmm. crucify me for not knowing, but you know, you might have a change in perspective from something more isometric with some, you know, a peppering of three D visualizations in there. And and overall it looks well done. There's not a lot of good that can be said for 3D rendering on the DS. It's not done very well most of the time. No, it's uh, but this was subtle and and the blending of textures between the two styles it just gave a lot of depth overall to the world. Absolutely.
1: Depth was they 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 did such a good job of making you want to go further into the painting. You know, because oh, you absolutely. see the painting, the backdrop drawing and half the time you can move forward into the town that you're seeing the drawing of and then seeing that like you said the the transition from that to that 3D is Mm -hmm. surprisingly smooth I only once caught myself thinking what you were saying about the 3D graphics and it's kind of like a N64 or Mm -hmm. PS1 kind of look which is not my favorite look, I don't know if it's anyone's favorite look, but it it is impressive, though, when you think about it, when you're playing it on a handheld. And oh, when yeah. you get into some battles where there's actually quite a bit going on on the screen, and
0: you're going up against some bigger mechs, you know? Yeah. No, it's it's definitely... I, I, it definitely carried me through some of what I thought to be the weaker elements of the game, for sure. Uh, but all all in all, it was... Yeah it was fun to explore. Yeah,
1: I keep feeling myself leaning into talking about do you want to do gameplay and then we can we'll just we'll get into development whatever, but we can talk about the gameplay. Really instantly it throws you in to did you I felt that it was instantly clunky. <laughs> and uh, your your main mechanic is to grab things and throw things. And when I say things, initially, it is enemies. And that is, to me, one of the most (laughs) boring things on the planet. Because you either have to wait for them to attack, and they're slow to attack, and there's usually two of them. And then they attack, you lift them up by smashing the A button, and if you jump in the air and grab them, and throw them against the ground, it gives them more damage if you jump, or you can grab them on the ground. Whatever. You can also grab, throw them into the enemy, the other enemy on the screen. It is so... That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. it is. You keep thinking, like, oh, there's going to be, like, a little more added to nope. this. And then I guess, luckily, it does not solely rely on that. Yeah. Because you also do have the the, the missiles being yep. shot at you. I like that. When you catch the missile and throw them back, it reminded me of like a a, a
0: Zelda boss battle kind of. Sure, you know? sure. I I also liked those. The, the perspective of some of those shots made timing of grabs and that sort of thing weird, especially given that that's one of the sole mechanics of your combat environment is the ability to grab things and then <laughs> ungrab them with velocity. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah especially once they start to explode in your hands, and you you can't tell when you're like because of how the graphics yeah. are, you can't necessarily tell that it's going to explode. I,
0: I will say my first impression of combat the very much the same. I expected the first the first instance I got into where you know it tutorializes how to pick something up and then throw it and then chain throws for you know combo damage and then jump throws for additional i'm like wow okay all right we're getting somewhere and then that was it and then some you get it you know you get different flavors of baddies that can only be attacked from behind or you know what have you but at the end of the day it's mostly just waiting for everybody to hit their attack and then go into a recharge before they resume hunting you around and then just swoop behind them pick them up and toss them into each other and then that's it yeah, it gets especially when you start getting into some boss
1: battles. Mm-hmm. It gets some of them are really fun and some of them are just this dead re- repetition. Yeah. Over and over, just just kicking the fucking horse, man. And then you get into the Darvin Islands, is that am I saying that correct? I believe that the name is Davrin or Darvin something like that, yeah. It's it the, where there's all these islands in the air. Oh a good amount away from each other and you get a new mechanic and I only played through what I just recently found out was the first half of the game because <laughs> it, it seems like you've beaten the game kind of like it leaves a cliffhanger mm-hmm. and that does tell you click and play through and there's more. So then you know, I only went halfway. Maybe him naming his mech ever comes up again. I don't remember the name of his mech but he does have a name for it. It's the Dahawk the
0: dahak yeah d-a-h-a-k yeah. <laughs> <what> those, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it,
1: the hawk the flying missions that were kind of fun i liked that they changed it up and you you hop around you've got a limited your mech then when you go to this island has a a boost ability that they put on it and mm-hmm. you can now fly around you lose your grabbing ability but you gain the ability to fly maybe you can still grab you can eventually but like it's not the it's not the focus the focus is now yeah. flying for a, a limited amount of time from island to island to collect items and then it puts you into a uh, racing thing you had asked me about the gp the the robo gp is that what it's called
0: I think so. Yeah, the, yeah. From the primary title screen, there's you have two options. You can you can go into a save file for the main game content, or yeah, you can go into Robo. I think it was GP. I don't I don't know what the GP stood yeah. for, but Grand Prix. It's oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, that's why. It's I'm pretty... okay. Good stuff. Yeah, good to yep. know. Yeah, so yep. Robo Grand yep. Prix is an option, and it and it's basically a local or single player matchmaking for their version of Mario Kart with the in-game flight mechanics I'll,
1: I'll give it more than Mario Kart I'll give it more than it being yeah. a Mario Kart clone it's it, it's definitely a clone of something but not, not a ra- I'm not a big racing fan so it's not something I can name off the top of my head but you, you're you flying through a tube you know, yeah.
0: it's, it's not yeah, Mario it's, Kart yeah. it's a little Mario Kart monkey ball-esque perhaps some pickup power-up mechanics there's a slide turn mechanic that is god awful that is terrible (laughs) so so bad bad. i
1: was so bad at those races because i would think i could drift and nope not in this game
0: there's no clean exit from a drift maneuver i I, like getting into the drift felt comfortable maintaining a solid line through a, a turn but once you let go, it resets your forward momentum to what, like that forty-five degree angle that your your vehicle is cocked out in the drift, and the, and it just shoots you out of that at full momentum at a forty-five degree. degree I angle.
1: thought I was messing it up. I thought I was messing that up. So I'm very glad to hear that you had the exact same. <laughs> it was. There. I it was that. terrible. Yeah, it was not fun. I the moment, I, the, the moment I got done with that race, I did not go back to it. There was one side quest that you're supposed to deliver a pie, or no? Yeah, it's a pie. You're supposed to deliver a pie, and I failed it, and I just abandoned that mission. I never did that side quest again. I I
0: don't think I ever went back to those <laughs> islands until I had to i did i did a number of the side quests through there uh it it should be worth noting that solo 2 robo does not have that i came to discover any stylus mechanics whatsoever which i'm in part grateful for because i don't know where it would have fit in but i feel like it's possible it could have somewhat improved the flight mechanics or controls or what have you it couldn't have made it any worse
1: Yeah, I'm with you there, actually. Uh, There are probably a a few different ways where they could have thrown that in, and it's surprising they didn't for how much they tried to continue to change up the gameplay. Yeah. That was something I really appreciated. As much as I didn't enjoy at first the clunky controls that I eventually got around to liking once I turned the volume off and couldn't hear my clonk, 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 clonk of my mech every time (laughs) I took a step, that was was terrible. But... You get used to it. You you start to adjust to it. I would have liked. I agree with you. That would have been great in the flying. I didn't. I never considered that. But it uses no stylus, which is interesting, because in a recent, not so recent, somewhat recent interview, mm-hmm. uh, not even interview. It was like a. Uh, it was a message from the company. Bandai. Cyber nope. CyberConnect Two. Oh sure. Is that what they're called? I have no idea. Uh, I've got it written down here. CyberConnect2, yep. The CEO or somebody in charge of Solo2Robo from CyberConnect2 did a video saying that they'd had some people asking about a remake for Solo2Robo to be played on a more modern console. Okay. Um, Because as we discussed in the last episode, the price of this game is like, 388 or something like I looked it up recently and it was it's almost four hundred bucks. Okay. So there's you know people were asking for some some way to play it <laughs> and he had said that they want to do that, but it's it's gonna be so hard to transfer transfer the game because of the use of the bottom screen and the top screen. Oh, no, that makes sense. And the stylus use. <laughs> I'm like there's no stylus use in this game. <laughs> no. and I don't think that it really uses the two screens that importantly. I, Nothing mm-hmm. that you couldn't miniaturize and put into a and I could see it being that it's harder to like port the game or something along those lines. That, you that, know, that could the, be the really what it really comes down to is the poor sales so why would you have any reason to remake it because you're going to have less people buy the remake than probably bought the original
0: usually you know i actually did a little bit of looking into the the sales factor because there was there's a lot of discussion if you do research into the game history one of the things you'll quickly come across is you know it was what like 10 years of
1: it was seven years of concept concept yeah development
0: yeah, three years of development. Yeah, yeah. and and you think well, that's that's a lot for a DS title, and it certainly is. But the way that they went around advertising for the title was they they set a Guinness World Record for airing the most TV commercials for a single product. They had a hundred fifteen second commercials that aired all at once, same day. But that was it. They just released all of these. 15 second blips all at once and then now they just set the record and they're like yep boom we're done so all at once
1: across different networks or all at once like it was a continue like a constant of the i don't all in 24 hours oh man does it really i'm I'm gonna be honest
0: with you i didn't look into it further i interpret it as simultaneous airs across various networks but it it very well could have been back to back fifteen second clips for a hundred full. Se- I I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, I bet it was probably all simultaneous yeah. or within twenty four
0: hours. Either way, that was all they did for television advertisement. And most of the rest of what they had was all in magazine coverage for various uh, like video game magazines and some western titles like Nintendo Power and Gamer that sort of thing. And that was that was really it. Can you
1: imagine seeing a, uh, a commercial in 2009, 2010 for a DS title?
0: <laughs> so that's that's the other great thing is they did TV and and, and barely that if you really think about it. and, yeah, and I mean, then that's... various video game magazines when everything is now online, they did no online advertising from what I could tell. It was it was huh. TV and magazine and it just it just flopped heavily
1: you know it is a really an interesting story looking at cyberconnect 2 and hearing you say that because they came up with the game they had their game Tail Concerto for the PlayStation 1 that's right and like we said that was like 10 years before this game came out in between then they wanted to have they had they had a sequel for that game in mind this was i believe a bit of like a passion project for them yeah. i think they had put one game out before or they'd gotten to make the game they wanted to make gotcha gotcha and that was tail Conserado. uh very very similar in style i believe you have a mech there's less grabbing it looks like the gameplay changes a lot throughout it there's shooting that your mech can do hmm. at the some of the bosses it, it's furries again of course It's really similar. It's cute. It also did not do well in sales. I believe it came out late in the PlayStation's uh, life cycle. And they basically got put on a side burner with their sequel because they'd come to their publisher with their ideas for the sequel and they kind of were like, yeah, well, shut that down. We're putting you on another project because your sales flopped. Brutal. They then put out the dot hack series on ps2 the naruto ultimate ninja series as well as the naruto shippuden series did i say that right you're the naruto boy (laughs) yeah
0: yeah that was right
1: i also uh, put in my notes your favorite game Mm. Naruto Online, the web browser game. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I was wondering if you had played that as a young child. No, I wouldn't have been surprised. I bet you're sad to find out about it now. Um, I,
0: I'm not gonna lie. I'm immediately disappointed to find out about it. I was all about Naruto. And... They also did uh, eventually Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Okay, this is some. This is some pretty hefty anime titles.
1: Yeah. So after Dot Hack and the Naruto series. They kind of gained their reputation back, and that's when they were given the go-ahead on Solo 2 Robo.
0: Ah,
1: that makes sense. Solo 2 Robo's original name, Project Coda, or something like that. Okay, I I remember seeing that. To keep in theme with the concerto, because it's like a spiritual successor, and Bandai's said, no, there's no need to do that. We're going to want you to just kind of rebrand this as its own thing because no one played that first game, so we don't want to have the reference back to, you know, they don't want to have someone be like, well, I didn't play the first one, so I'm not going to play the second one
0: type deal. That's too bad. Those poor poor, poor devs just trying to get their love project out there for the world to witness and just at every turn, just no. Obviously, it didn't
1: go great. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> with the Robo either. You know what you need is ten years of Naruto titles. Get get back to work. They did put out a third game in the
1: Concerto series, I guess if, if you want to call it that. Sola is a spiritual successor, and then a spiritual successor to that is
0: Little Tale Story Two. Little Tale Story Two. Yes. Alright. Is there a little tale story one? I don't
1: believe so. Okay. In my, I made limited research on it because there's not a lot that you can do on Little Tail Story. It was a mobile game that was a social RPG game. What the hell does that even mean? I mean, I'm sure it had some gotcha elements. I don't know. No, that's yeah. that's definitely. It, I would have been so disappointed not to bring that up. Yeah, like, <laughs> what is a social? rpg was it like club penguin dude if it's if it
0: dude if you're trying to tell me there's a furry club penguin (laughs) gotcha game bro i'm there dude i'm i'm dropping daddy's credit card i'm getting all the skins bro i'm getting those v bucks all day
1: (laughs) I, i took a peek at your notes and i saw that you had done some research into the furry no i i
0: already regret giving you full access to the drive dude oh that's a bummer
1: I, I am so curious as to what a penguin furry is that just called a furry or is it called something
0: else because they're not furry dude there's no way a penguin furry is called a furry, a furry. it's got to be something awesome i just assume you know they don't have fur they've got like Oh, hey, look at that. One and a half seconds later, I have a Reddit thread about that exact topic. Let's dive. Okay, well, this is already the most cancerous thing I've ever read in my life, so... Oh, boy.
1: What do you got? Come on, give me some information on these furries.
0: Okay, so well, here, uh, let's me let let's do some deductive reasoning here because I, here's what I do... Here, let me just explain to you. Let me expand your mental horizons, per se. I'd I, I like to have you come with me on this journey of terrible garbage that is my historic review of this game solo to robo so i i was reading around on wikis all kinds of this a disgusting amount of fandom out there for this game by when the way. you say
1: fandom do you also mean uh erotic fandom
0: rule 34 absolutely are you kidding this is yes. yes what all right they already have dog and cat ears you think people aren't out there slapping? naughty bits on oh, the bottom
1: I, I had a feeling i'm just curious too, if that's what the fandom mainly is or if there's kind of a split
0: I, i'm gonna be honest with you the majority of what i looked for, or that i was seeing was wholesome i also didn't extend my search parameters to delve into the underworld so
1: you did not want to turn off the save search huh? no
0: I, I i i went into settings and turned this that on for this there's no way i can't blame you I will say the wiki had a a dedicated page to break down the different categories of animal people, humanoid characters. Um, And and most of them are derivatives of their Latin root origin words, like canipulus, you know, for dog people, something like that. I don't know the actual terms. I really, really tried hard not to commit any of it to memory. I don't want to be able to recall that at dinner on a Thursday night. I just I don't need it. Accidentally spew this information out. Yeah, Yeah, I've no, I've, I don't need that. It's not, it's not going to progress my life anywhere. But uh, needless to say, I just I was overwhelmed by the wealth of information that had nothing to do with the game and was solely about (laughs) the genetic makeup and characteristics, (laughs) racial (laughs) traits. I mean, it, it looked like a D and D character sheet. Like it was, it was crazy. impressive that's it it really was there was a surprising lack of detail about some of the individual characters on their bio page but if you wanted to know what physical characteristics or traits you could expect out of somebody of their specific animal human hybrid status it, it was there in significant detail so that's pretty interesting i guess what do you think almond is oh dude i've been wanting to talk about almond forever yeah, I can't stop thinking. About oh Almond. my god, Almond is this random NPC that you run into, and he has an like an additional character card, right? There's no real dialogue in the game, so most of your interactions, you get the the typical JRPG text tile with the you know character profile pics in the corner, and so you get this Almond character who is, I, I don't. How would you describe Almond?
1: Almond is a pug man. Okay. Uh Alman is also a cross dresser.
0: He's dressed up like a Persian daddy,
1: right? No, I disagree. I thought he was dressed up like a woman. This is the thing with the three uh, with the DS graphics and doing this like kind <laughs> of
0: <laughs> There's yeah.
1: There's some imagination to be used with some of these characters. And I thought that he was in a dress and had some like some chest hair. Cleavage going on.
0: I definitely noticed the chest hair. Definitely makeup on and
1: and earrings. Oh yeah.
0: You know, I'm not saying that specifically
1: makes you a cross dresser, but when put with the dress, and his name is All Man.
0: That's a pretty great name.
1: That's so good. It couldn't. It can't just be a coincidence
0: it's very possible it, regardless almond is probably by far my favorite NPC. it was it wasn't off-putting the first time i saw him but he was drastically unique and fun and in a curio of sorts and i thought it was interesting that they had him in here but he keeps coming up He'll. You'll see him in different zones for side quests. <laughs> yeah. He's just always there. There's no other real NPC besides somebody with some arbitrary connection to a main character or a plot character. Like, all, He's just there. And his dialogue is arguably, I think, the best dialogue in the whole game. Absolutely. His mannerisms. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Absolutely.
1: His made the most sense, too. Where... You're talking about them having their portraits next to the the text dialogue, yeah. They, and they they change it between. It seems like Red has five different emotions at the very most. I'm giving right. him some credit there. And Almond though, his he only has a few, but he they're used at the correct times. Yeah. Reds get used just like they they were like, oh, we should probably change it up. We've been using this one for too long. Let's make him blush during this really like. Brutal fight scene that's about to come. all Almond though, perfect, so funny, awesome. nice. He, it was just a like it was a pleasure because every now and again the game would make you every three or chapters or so go back through all your quest pickup zones because there's a quest broker. As Red the Hunter is a hunter, so he's doing doing. He's like a bounty.
0: Like a hunter. bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And he is looking for all these jobs, and so all these quest brokers in different locations have different jobs. The thing is, though, that you can only take certain level quests based on what your bounty hunter level is. God, dude. Certain ones give you more points towards it, but none of them give you very many points.
0: Dude, you need, like, ten... You have, like... Like I pfft, the worst XP meter I've ever seen. It's just ten bubbles and you get so many bubbles for a given quest and it, it's I liked the side quest. I'll be honest. If I <sighs> felt like I wanted to take the time to really play through this game and not try to burn through it for content in two weeks <laughs> 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 then I feel like I wouldn't have been so bad. No, dude, I don't
1: think so. Because the the problem with the side quest is that they don't give you enough character enough atmosphere to the world they don't they don't change up either the quest really they're that's just, fair there's like three different quests that you do and they're for a few different people but there's very like you said the dialogue between these people is usually just so mundane that's why yeah. almond is a spark of joy god bless almond
0: god bless almond <laughs> There's the hashtag for the footnotes hell
1: yeah uh, the The but the why 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 make me do all of these quests? You know, like it's yeah. Just are you?
0: I'm just especially when the main story progression is locked behind.
1: (laughs) You know, I finished the game, and we talked about how at the end of the game, you're actually halfway through the game, and it tells you to keep going on the main menu. Yeah. I don't think that's too much of a spoiler since it's technically not even the end. It's the halfway mark. True. I had no desire. <laughs> so, oh, I played the game. I got the problem, yeah. dude. I'll take I, it.
0: I get I, I get it. I want to give this game my full undivided attention because it, it is a beautiful game and I can feel the care and attention that went into building the world. Again, it's it's main selling point it is a fully fleshed out universe they thought about everything if you were to dissect the pixels on any given screenshot from this game you could zero in and you could tell that the steel nails are you know up to code on the deck that your character passes under it's it is pristine and that's about it there's the, the rest of it is it's hard to keep you going it's not a terribly long game though it's it's not I agree. It's nice for the pick-up-and-play.
1: Yeah. It's made to be longer than it needs to be, still. I could, I could it feel could that. It could have been a shorter game. And the reason behind that is there's so many little conversations, a small one, like between you and the, the quest clerk. And every time she tells you, like, good luck or something, yeah. it, just, it feels like it takes so long I know exactly to have what you're this talking about. Just give me the stupid quest because it's not for the story. It's not for building up atmosphere. This is just for extending the gameplay. So just give me the quest. Let me go grind it out. And then you get there. And then you got to talk to this person about their problem and what you can help them with. And it's the same thing you've read on all the other islands. And it's just so
0: boring. Dude, the worst ones are the duels when you have to go to the dueling arena and then you got to talk to the dueling guy and he's like yeah come with me but i have to talk about my canker sores and then you finally get into the vip room and then he has to remind you what's going on again and then you have to go talk to the check-in lady to actually check in for the round there's always three rounds and every time if it's a oh if it's a special duel for like a I don't know a main story quest. Then there's an announcer, and there's this big to do, and there's everybody has to have three lines of dialogue for every touch point. And I'm I'm with you. I'm like I could not get the rhythm to spam through text fast enough to (laughs) no because you can't you can't tap fast to get
1: through it. You have to hold the button down. But the dialogue isn't that long, so like by the time you get the hold down held down it's already halfway through the sentence that you're trying to skip through. it does there's no way to make it go fast and while the cutscenes are beautiful they are short they they're are really short and then you sit through dialogue and the dialogue is two dogs talking and making weird faces and they make noises that you don't really know if it's a good or a bad noise and you can sometimes judge based on the face of like how they're feeling Sometimes not so much. Oh,
0: I love the random audio ads that they include over the <laughs> like the text dialogue where you get these random sound bites. Uh, and I, I don't know what language this would have originally been released in. I would assume it's probably Japanese or some other Asian language. But Japanese. Red constantly, like his go-to audio ad is something like Nandashka. And I'm familiar with like Nani Nanda Scott, but it, it's but it's a bastardization of that that I'm not familiar with, and I feel like it's an intentional deviation from actual Japanese for the sake of making their own language. Uh, yeah, sure. I I don't know
1: because you can do. Vo- I mean, maybe because of their graphics, they're limited to such little, and because of the soundtrack, they were limited to such little voice audio. But you can do, you know voice on the ds Absolutely. Did you know that every character has a voice actor?
0: You know, I'm not super surprised by that at all. They all make one noise though. Yeah, you're you're definitely right. They everybody does have their own unique anime-esque exclamation audio clip that they express now and again throughout their <laughs> <long>. <laughs> Yeah, dude. You get a lot of nannies. You get a lot of oh. There's just just, it's just a bunch of vocal expression is what it is. It's 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 okay. It's not great. It's not bad. It definitely leans into the
1: if if you look at this game like it's tongue in cheek, leaning into the super RPG anime type feeling. Then it's kind of funny, but the more you play it. the less you get that feeling and the more it starts to kind of take itself seriously your your main characters are red chocolate Yep. chocolate is red stepsister
0: which is hilarious because chocolate is a no-no food for cats and dogs but continue then the
1: side character that you pick up that becomes part of your trio is L is that how you would pronounce the name it's like
0: i yeah it's like e l h yeah i would assume
1: l. l and l is this little mystical cat boy arguably who is was in
0: fact a girl
1: big 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 spoiler there
0: yeah yeah big big spoiler i'm not gonna lie i missed the fact like during l's character introduction that they were an assumed boy character yeah i, I just always assumed the whole time it was a girl I, didn't, I honestly
1: didn't ever put too much thought into the gender of L. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, okay. You know, so in my defense, I'm a big anime fan. There's not a lot of anime tropes that surprise me. Yeah. So I, was, I was pretty confident there was going to be a gender role thing happening somewhere in there. And sure enough, sure enough, there's a accidental shower scene. Red's very cool about it. Yeah. No, Red's a true gentleman.
1: And then later on, they do a decent job too of like explaining to a younger person why someone would dress as a different gender it seemed like they they, they handled it tastefully yeah there's, it was very wholesome there's some it really forward-thinking
0: things you know yeah cheesy as fuck i gotta say if there was no grind fest <laughs> if there was no Grindfest, if it was just the story, the story, the world, the universe, the some of the characters, uh, honestly would have pulled me all the way through this title. Uh, the Grindfest just got in the way, having to spam through useless quest dialogue. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Not wanting to skip the cutscenes because they're so gorgeous, but also hoping they'll end soon so you can get through the slog to figure out what's happening. It, it, it's entertaining enough, I think, if you can look past that to really find a lot of enjoyment from this that was a bummer for me wanting to actually I agree experience it was a
1: it. big roadblock I could see that if we weren't doing it on the podcast and I was just playing it for fun if I got to that point that might be mm-hmm. a, might be a walking away point you know maybe because there's within the first half of the game there's two different times that you have that come up and by the second time I might have been I don't know they, they do kind of get you you're a little curious. The one thing that really kept me going was the curiosity to see the next island that we were going to go to because each one has a different kind mm. of theme to it as well as style. Uh, you know, where your first your first town yeah. is a very just comfy, very cozy spot that you would go and relax at. Yeah, very yeah it's cottagecore. It's got amazing music, very comfy music. I could hang out on that spot a bit. I mm-hmm. enjoyed... When doing the quest, when I had to go back there, because I liked just the
0: the feel of that. Absolutely.
1: There was a island spill on, I believe, is the name, and it's like a water themed one. Yeah, and that I was don't a know cool one that had of that really Venice kind of feel to it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I take that. And then you had the sewers in there, which has just to me one of the coolest points of the of showing the visuals off where it's got that fixed camera and the way that it pans as you run across and Mm -hmm. it it just does it in a different way than most games with that kind of camera style would do and i you see that more and more throughout the game where you think you know what kind of fixed camera you're going to walk into based on the design of the room mm-hmm. and your past experience with games and it's usually not and that was a fun surprise of when to you go in and see some of these colossal monsters like the fish that come flying up out of the water and you're like Yeah. Wow, that's going to come
0: up later. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one took me by surprise because I remember walking into that room for the first time, you know, entering the sewers. And I mean, when I say, yeah, when you say large fish, this this sucker fills up the, uh, what, 45% of your bottom screen. (laughs) It just comes up and kisses the roof and then goes back into the water. And you're like, what the fuck? And I never saw it again.
1: There is a side quest that you do, and you do God damn actually it. end up taking that one out. Yeah.
0: Well, shit.
1: But it was uh, it is an intense. It's a fun battle. Those those side quests mm. do eventually have. I was gonna say that's probably my favorite side quest. Is that really one. yeah with the fish? That might be later on. I don't know. Maybe you can skip that one because I know there's there's quests that I skipped when I was going through that slog of
0: grinding through the quests. Yeah, I ended up going back and repeating a bunch of the duel. I hated duel quests. That I the duels were back. brutal. I never went back
1: to the duel arena ever again.
0: You know, that was that was when because initially when I first started playing, I, I did go and, and do all the side quests in you know as they were available instead of rushing the main story, and that's mostly because I discovered the sh- the shop early on, and there's a there's a small customization mechanic where you can customize some of the core attributes of your mech and and there's not a whole lot to it. It's pretty straightforward. You've got attack, defense, mobility, hydraulics and revive. I never messed around with revive. There's a revive? There's a revive. Oh I I don't know if that's HP regen or or what it is. I I wish I would have known that. You have mobility does exactly what it says, you move faster. Hydraulics reduces the amount of time it takes for you to pick up an enemy when you're spamming A, which you have to get in sequence before they get their attack off because then there's a knockback, of course. Um, and I, I maxed out attack the whole time. And it, the fights were boring and repetitive, but they were also long because it's just you trying to get behind them so you can lift them up and do an act, some actual damage. And it just, it's it's brutal. And then I mixed it up with some like hydraulics and mobility upgrades, and it is a world of difference. I'm zooming circles around these idiots just all day, just getting in there, bap, swing, bam, poning people, and that that made combat a little bit more fun, or at least less time consuming.
1: Yeah, I uh, I did the ten plus attack, and then I believe I had by the end three agility, three mobility. And three hydraulic.
0: Okay, yeah, I think we probably ended up close to having the basically the exact same stats. Like you said, the focus
1: was how can I get this over the fastest? I considered oh, just God. maxing out attack all the way because then you can just, I imagine, pick them up and just destroy them. Like that's, yeah, that may
0: have been the faster route. It does, it made the boss fights the only true difficulty I found in combat was when you had multiple enemies to fight at the same time, and that's only because they would mess up the timing of attacks or want to hit you while you're trying to pick up somebody else, but the boss fights were mostly solo dolo, you know, mano-a-mano, and it was, you know, oh, pay attention to the first two attacks, okay, I figured out the mechanics, I'm jumping over this thing, I'm grabbing this thing out of the air and returning it... Not very complicated, but having the maxed out damage on those, I mean, you hit them four or five times, and they're done. Yeah,
1: that sounds nice. I, I felt like they was so cheap, and I felt cheated when they would throw in those two enemies just, just off of it at the same time of each other. Yeah. So that way their attack would be going off. So it was almost as if you had to grab one, get attacked while you were grabbing one to make their timing even further off from each other. Which maybe Mm -hmm. that is a tactical thing, but it didn't feel like it. It felt especially near end game, half game, whatever you want to call it. It felt that it was just, it was taking away so much HP that by the time you get to the boss, you're like, oh, I have no HP stressing out. There's a save point right before the boss. You restore all your HP. What was the point of all of that? Yeah. You know, I would get it if it's like, like, you got to like save up your HP for this boss and... Maybe then, I'd feel more cheated. I don't know. I just did not care for that. I was. I'm just. I'm, I was surprised by how much praise this seems to have.
0: As yeah, well as the
1: fact that it's a passion project, and it's just so like cookie cutter. Like you said, just you wait for the two attacks, and then you go. And it's just like you're you're playing this game to get to the to finish this game. It's, it's really not mm-hmm. even that you're having fun anymore you're just like all right all right i gotta see now (laughs) i'm not even i don't know why i'm still playing but i am type deal you know yeah
0: it's combat is not rewarding it's it's okay but it it definitely is a come down point overall which is a bummer again all the furry shit aside if there's an anime adaptation, which
1: there uh, is, I believe there is.
0: I was gonna say, I I thought there might be. I know I saw a lot of digital animations surrounding it, but I wasn't sure if they were. Yeah,
1: I think like ad spot animations or promo videos. Yeah, it's something like that. If they were like promo backstory type deal, I believe.
0: Yeah, I maybe I'll check it out one day, and I love anime. Just not a furry guy. Yeah,
1: and I feel like... There's a big part in the interview, I think I said earlier, but they they really did want to tell a story with these types of characters without having that affect it. You know, they wanted you to be able to look yeah. past it because of how great the
0: story is.
1: What? The story is not that good?
0: It's... No, it's... it Again, It's it was pretty standard yeah. anime stuff and and not bad it, it was okay it just it definitely wasn't enough to carry it through the the rest of its flaws unfortunately
1: it was very mediocre
0: yeah but I didn't hate the time playing it I, I did have fun it was entertaining to an extent it
1: was I'm also excited to get away from this game at the same yeah, time yeah I'm
0: okay as long as we're not doing Barbie Madness all you know for the next two weeks I'm I'm looking forward to something else
1: yeah Absolutely. I I think we need to still touch on music because the music on that was that that was a very redeeming factor.
0: Oh. Yeah, absolutely.
1: The one thing my issue with the sound design was that clank 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 of your mech. Yeah. Whenever you walked around. That really just fucking killed me. Like because the mech never feels heavy. Mm-mm. it never feels big everyone that you're fighting is in bigger cooler mechs I understand I couldn't have like one of the really big mechs but can I have one of the really cool mechs not the one that's like used for moving containers that's <laughs> gotta be the backstory behind his mech is that like it's literally just used for moving containers around but he's a badass pilot so he can use it for whatever he
0: wants yeah it's the mech is not cool I <laughs> I, I'm with you. I would rather just turn on the OST and and put in some headphones and play the game on silent. There, there are yeah. some cool sound effects in some of the menus, but not enough to, you know. No. Ah. No. It
1: was, I, but the music was very on point. It was actually also the same. I believe they had the same composer from the first game that they got onto this game. Well. well, it was,
0: I don't know how to pronounce their name. It's like Lean, L-I-E-N, and the N is capitalized. yeah. I believe that's why I had composer. Uh, that. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to say lie n lion lean line. I I don't know. Something. There there's the credit yeah. where it's due
1: though, I guess. Yeah, and that was possibly my favorite. That and the 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 cozy towns. I mean, even the the, the weird mining towns and the like sketchy halfway looking the town there's a town that's made out of um like battleships and yeah. old debris that one is a super cool one that's got a great soundtrack to it as well
0: I would love to sport the landscape and world art for this title in its pixel form because i've seen some of the digital you know full on anime representations and and they are cool don't get me wrong but the pixel art is beautiful especially when it comes to environments it's amazing, and I would love to sport that like a desktop background or something. You know, it's almost Howl's Castle esque in Absolutely, terms of its oddity, yeah. and yeah, it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool stuff. The world building is there. It's it's a cool place to be. There's just not a lot of cool stuff to do in it. <laughs> not, not a, I, I kept thinking that
1: they were just going to continue to change up the gameplay, which I was grateful for because I didn't care for any of the elements and then you're like <laughs> oh it's these four things it's, it's either battle fly chase you know like per, look for something
0: oh well That's... let's let's not forget the other core game mechanic where your robot can't go into water and so sometimes a room will have water and you have to dismount avoid anything because you have no capabilities without your mech other than a little stun gun yep little stun gun <laughs> yeah a little stun gun. And, and you have to find the lever, the ter- the wheel, the crank, turn off the water, and then run back to your mech. Um, so those sections were also pretty great. I enjoyed those. I did
1: because you didn't have the clunking of the mech. You were you, you, you moved around <laughs> like fluidly. You had a really good size comparison kind of to how big you actually are on your mech. Because the ladders, they look smaller, well, a bit smaller when you're on the mech then when you get off and you're true. like, oh yeah okay this is a normal size thing i can definitely climb down but yeah that's that's fair i had in my notes saying something that this game i noticed and i do this in every game when i see a ladder the first thing i do is try to jump and grab the ladder and you can't
0: do that in this game no you cannot i you know it's funny you say that because i never had the same conscientious moment where i I discovered that I had that I either do this or realized even that it was something you couldn't do. But after you verbalizing it, 100% I tried to do that because I don't want the animation time to ascend or descend a ladder is fixed. You can't go fast, you can't go slow. And for me, it's the same as trying to skip through dialogue. I'm like, I can read faster than you're spitting it out. Yep. And I feel like I could climb that ladder a lot faster. So there's, yeah, there's no way to get through those any quicker. And that drove me insane.
1: Especially once you realize that you can jump and then get into your mech from a
0: jump. Yeah. I did not find that one out. There no <laughs> fall damage, though. So if you're going down, ladders be damned. <laughs> I just fucking, yeah, just skip
1: that shit going down. And that's... If I can skip it going down, why can't, see what I'm saying, if you have this mechanic like where I should be able to jump and grab it, if I can jump and get into my mech, and if I can skip down the ladder, why can't I jump and grab the ladder? It was the weirdest, It's the most frustrating, it shouldn't have bothered me so badly, but
0: it sure did, man. It killed me. Honestly. That's why I didn't like this game overall. Is the ladder mechanics?
1: <laughs> it's a make or break situation. Like, <laughs> I agree. I, Fix your goddamn ladders. I would like to keep a note on future games that we play. Keep an eye on the ladder. We'll see. You want me to add ladders, add ladders ladder ladders mechanics too. to the scorecard?
0: Scorecard. Done.
1: I think for this game too, we need to have like a, a furry counter. And this definitely gets oh, ten God. out of ten for furry
0: oh oh in terms of a one to ten rating on like animal human population yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 yeah. yeah okay
1: yeah that's what i think i think each, we should
0: make credits for like each game
1: <laughs> give, give them a little boost you know oh
0: god <laughs> give them some unique attributes to just to give them the to great on a curve yeah I, I think absolutely some would say. oh dear god do you want to get into the the overall game
1: rating? Yeah, let's 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 talk about this overall game rating for sure. This is Ed's idea, so I'll let Ed take the wheel on it.
0: Oh God, I just thought it would be cool if we had our own system for giving games a rating. If we're going to be so critical of them the whole time, the least we could do is give them the Rotten Tomatoes version of Pocket Casts rating. Well, and I don't want
1: to be too critical, you know. This it, we we enjoyed the experience. I had a good time. I'm just ready for a new one
0: i am too but i still want to absolutely
1: there are some games that i think are gonna feel
0: like two weeks is way too short this was not one of those games i don't think this was one of those games i i did, i wanted to make it further than i did that's it yeah yep i feel you yeah absolutely okay so every all of these are going to be rated on a scale of one to ten uh story where would you put story at? Out of ten, I don't want to be too mean on this, but like four, three or four. What are you thinking? Ooh. Man, I was. Oh goddamn! I was. I was gonna give it like a six or a seven.
1: Yeah, I could see that too. Maybe a five then. I'll give. I would give it a five because I said it was really mediocre, and that was my problem with the story was how just c- cookie cutter it was. I did kind of enjoy the leaning into the jokes that's that's fair i see why you're at a six I, I can see why you're giving it a six but i think i'd give it a five
0: okay i respect that i respect that i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at a five do you do you want to leave a three or, or do you want to change yours five five it is all right gameplay overall gameplay mm.
1: if i liked the story more than the gameplay than i which i do i think yeah i do i'd have to give the gameplay the four
0: Ooh, i'm at a two
1: wow you really did not like i know it's it ain't
0: great it ain't great it's it ain't great
1: it's so surprising to me that it's a passion project i know i already said that but it's just man this is like 10 years in the making my fucking ass
0: (laughs) they were excitedly passionate about very specific aspects of this game and those aspects were pretty great that is true I do agree with you there. I absolutely agree. I feel like they could have hired people who were passionate about story and hired people that were passionate about mechanics, but maybe they couldn't find people in those categories of specialization that were also furries. I don't know, maybe that was a roadblock, maybe not. I'm just throwing that out there.
1: Do you think that they are furries, the makers of these games? <sighs> Probably some. Yeah. All? I don't know. Oh. Alright. but maybe all right what's our next category that we're rating on audio
0: through and through through
1: and through i will give it a eight
0: i'm gonna give it a nine yeah I, I could yeah i almost i was almost gonna say nine
1: so yeah i feel you there
0: uh the other one i have in here doesn't really apply to this one but rate it how you feel stylus good bad good
1: because if they they would have used it it would have been bad
0: i agree visuals Oh, 10 out of 10 yeah same here
1: that's where i've got it Yo, know, when you see this game on youtube list I, I do believe it's usually more about it being a graphically impressive game more than anything else about it
0: 100 percent. it's it's very beautiful to look at everywhere you go it's it is quite an impressive title in that nature would you pay the uh the
1: current asking price for this game
0: would I pay three hundred and ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents to buy Sola two robo from somebody on eBay? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, would I Google would I Google image search Sola to Robo Stunning Visuals all day? All day. Would I would I right click one of those images and set as desktop background? Pro- probably. Maybe. It depends on what computer I'm on. Let's be real, okay? I'm right. I'm a I'm an aesthetics guy, so if I can find a spot to fit some pixelated anime fairy stuff i yeah i would consider it your phone no no sorry no i probably wouldn't your work phone my, my work phone yeah probably i'd actually yeah, probably consider yeah. changing my team's profile picture Ooh. to red the hunter oh
1: yes i love it that's <laughs> a specific kind of wolf boy
0: anamorphic is that the word dude i have no idea, and if I did, I wouldn't admit to it here. Well anamorphic,
1: I feel like just means like an anal- like
0: a human looking animal. That's very possible again, I admit to having no intimate knowledge as to the correct definitions or terms around the furry community.
1: You heard it here first that nope. is a furry confirmed
0: no, it is not a furry. that is what I just said all right we've we've only got one one remaining attribute to score this game against, and that is ladders, zero. Bro, zero. This game got a low score. So, that honestly, that puts us both at an adjusted 6 out of 10 overall. That's higher than I expected that to come out. That's about where I thought, given given just how drastically the visuals outweigh everything else, which is very mediocre. Yeah, and the sound. I thought we'd come in... And the sound also helps a lot. Yeah, sound sound also
1: hats off to the the sound <laughs> and the visual design teams on cyber connect too the rest of you can suck some furry dicks uh,
0: probably, or vaginas maybe happily furry so
1: vaginas whichever one offends you more oh
0: god yeah no, neither are really suck helping some me with anything suck some fur that's vile but we'll probably have to also turn that into a hashtag
1: yeah <laughs> absolutely um, would you like to get into what we are playing for the next two weeks? Yes. What do you have yes. on you? Do we want to do this in a randomizer? Um, we can. I've got five picked out. Yeah,
0: cool. We could. Yeah, Do you wanna do yeah, that? Yeah.
1: Solo to Robo. Kind of a kind of a disappointment. I don't know about you, but I had high expectations for it.
0: I you know, I did too, with the 'cause you get that big blast of music and visualizations from the very start with that amazing animated intro and those are the two main selling points of this title and then it's downhill from there disappointment i would agree with didn't hate it though wanted it to be better
1: yeah i I would agree with that statement out of the list of games that we've thrown into our randomizer yes what's the one you're like most hoping it lands on
0: you know i'm actually receding back into the anonymity of the list itself there's not any one in particular that i want the most i intentionally left some of my more desired ones specifically the castlevania title that i was playing through when we were kind of just dinking around at the beginning before we really got into the flow of what we're doing and i intentionally left that off because i do really want to play it but i also want to wait for it you know and get some other titles under my belt. You're the kind of guy that likes to save the best part of dinner for last. I I do, man, and I, I carefully craft the perfect bite, the, the perfect amount of mashed potatoes, the right number of peas, the right shape of steak to make sure they all will stack up on the fork. You could say that. Yeah, I like to do that sometimes. Yeah,
1: so we're mm-hmm. definitely getting the carrots and the, you know, the not-so-great stuff out of the way.
0: Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I, we'll I see. know we do... You and I both have Professor Layton in here for our desired next plays i think we've got some good titles in here i don't think there's a single one it's going to land on
1: that i'm not going to enjoy i am I think, hoping for a
0: more kind of faster paced game i i too would appreciate
1: that after such a slow i
0: i definitely i almost threw something simple in there like arcadey style uh something that wasn't meant to really harbor a lot of plot or story or complexity just just to keep me entertained within a given time frame without too much expectation just to kind of avoid the same pitfalls of solo to robo but we'll i don't know we'll see we'll see what we did get. you
1: have a specific ga- game in mind that you were wanting to put in that you didn't that you were just talking about that was arcadey or are you just saying in
0: general oh no i mean in general and so i tried to go okay. for what i thought was a like kind of a spattering of different titles with different genres uh so i've got professor layton i've got age of empire mythologies dragon quest four uh i actually threw that one in there for you so you're welcome i know you're a big fan i uh, do appreciate it i also threw world ends with you mm, i was about to start watching the anime of that. that that was my greedy pick i know that one's more of a commitment and i think both of us are wanting to spend more than two weeks i threw it in there mostly because it would be quite the upset i think for a follow-up i almost threw it on
1: my list but i almost wondered if you were going to do where we doubled up on ones and i didn't want to double up on that one because no, kind of same as you i wanted to save it for a little bit you know
0: that's fair no i i i'm with you there i also want to savor it, you know that for later but we'll see um i did i also threw avalon code i don't know anything about it but the thumbnail looked cool i liked the sprite the What can I say? cool
1: i agree <laughs> i I don't know anything about it either But, but yeah i'm i'm down for it do you wanna do you wanna hit that randomize let's do it
0: all right number one spot goes to glory of heracles i think that was one of yours
1: that was one of mine that is a game that i have not played before it looked cool looked pretty it has an RPG type battle system. It looks like that has like a big battle screen type area, like of what you would see like okay. fantasy games. But then when you're choosing your attacks, it almost looks like a tactics kind of style look. Hmm. And you're choosing which one's attacking in your front line and your back line. It's interesting looking. Um, developed by Paon, P A O N. Sure um not one I'm familiar with uh, but published by published by Nintendo okay so that's promising it came out in 2008 in Japan 2010 in North America so another later release cool
0: all right well I have high expectations already for visual and audio coming out of Solo to Robo so
1: I mean I'll even take less on the audio and visual and more on the gameplay I, that's you know I can take a cut on that to get more out of the game than what we had on this last <laughs> one.
0: Yeah, I I certainly wouldn't complain either. We'll we'll have to see. I'm excited to to get my teeth into something new and different, and hopefully something with slightly faster pacing. As sad as it is to say,
1: I think that that's all that there is to say about Soul 2 Robo. It's a really hard to pronounce name, with hard to pronounce towns. Good music, good visuals, Amen. terrible gameplay, uh, tedious drive upon the story. Do you get what I'm saying when uh, I say that? I the, do. The, 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 Instantly. The drive that you have to d- make to get to the end of somewhat mediocre results is a terrible drive. So we look forward to seeing you next time with a much better game, I hope. We'll see. God, we hope. <laughs> have a great week. And game on, gamers.